I'm your host, Lee W. Johnson, and welcome to my podcast, where I talk about all things related to magic, witchcraft, demonolatry, and a whole load of other related things. If you would like to find out more about me, get in touch with me, or hire me for a service, please go to my website, leewjohnson.com, or check out my link tree in the description of this podcast. Welcome back. Hope everybody had a great week, weekend. Uh, right, so uh, I just wanted to remind everybody about my Kofi page. Uh, it's Kofi with K O hyphen F I dot com forward slash Lee W Johnson. Um, you'll basically find everything on there. So I do post when I remember. Sometimes I do forget. I do apologize. Um, but you will find the uh, videos every week on there, uh, the Monday and the Wednesday videos. And I also have the memberships on there. So if you want to join the Demonic Wealth Web or the meditation classes or the Red Coven Magic School, that's on there. And I also have the shop. Um, that's why I like Kofi because it's, it's got the shop, it's got everything. Um, so it really is kind of like a hub for everything. Um, so you can, on the shop, you can get my books um, or you can um, get one of my services. And if it's just, uh, if you'd like to just make a donation, just a, a tip, um, you can go on there and, and do that also. So, you know, Kofi's brilliant. I love Kofi. It's fantastic. Uh, right, so um, I want to talk about, uh, it was actually Andrea that uh, quite well sort of mentioned this. Um, when we are doing magic for ourselves, quite often what we find is that um, it doesn't work very well, as opposed to when we do magic for other people, that works fantastically, but you know, we can do exactly the same type of working for ourselves and we don't get the same effects. And there's a reason for this and I've got a couple suggestions on how to get around it. So the main reason is that, um, well, it's basically lusting after results and we hear this quite a bit in chaos magic, especially when we're, when we're studying and looking at sigil magic. Um, I think it was Ray Sherwin who, who actually started using the phrase uh, lusting after results. So what this means is that when you do any kind of spell work, you need to let it go. And this is the big problem when we're doing work for ourselves because it's extremely personal. So it's, it's very difficult to let it let go and just be in that space, which is kind of like a void space um it's a, it's a place where um we're not concerned about what the results are you know we we do have the passion we do have the drive we do have the will to actually do the working itself uh, which we need in order to do the working otherwise there's no energy there's no power that goes into it we're just going through the motions and just saying the words and that's it so we do need that will and that passion and desire to actually do it um and 
drive that energy, drive the magic forward. But what usually happens is if it's very, very personal and this comes in a lot when we're working with ourselves and it could be if we are doing uh, a working for a loved one, um, we want the result to really, really, really take effect. So we get to this, this psychological stage where we're kind of like trying too hard almost and uh, that kind of blocks it. Um, trying to think of a good uh, metaphor for this. Um, it's it's sort of like I like I like I, I like the the door metaphor in most things. So it's kind of like um, opening a door for someone. So when you're doing magic for other people, you just open the door normally as you would. Okay, and the person can walk in. There's no obstructions, there's no difficulties, there's no problems. You just push your hand on or push the door handle down, you open the door. When you're doing it for yourself or for a loved one and you have got that, that desperate, desperate need for it to work, it's that desperation which causes the problem. So when in, in a situation like this and using the metaphor, you're trying to open the door with desperation. And because of that desperation, you might put your foot in the way of the door and you, the door won't open um, because you are desperately trying to get this door open. And it's just a simple case of opening the door, but because of the desperation, it becomes a really, really difficult task. And this is very much the same with doing spell working for yourself. Um, it's that desperation, it's that need um, and the lusting after results that causes the problem, it causes the blockage. And uh, so the two ways to get around this is firstly to work on it. Um, this is obviously the um, recommended method is to actually work on it. To be able to kind of remove yourself from yourself. And meditation helps with this a lot because um, with meditation practice, what you find is that you become the observer. Um, through the process of um, and the training in meditation practice, you are often, um, you know, we say, just let the thoughts go by, don't focus on them. And what happens is you're becoming the observer of your own thoughts. And through that process, you learn to become the observer of yourself. So you end up, uh, you probably find that you end up getting into situations which can be quite emotional. And instead of reacting, you step back and you observe the situation to, find, to see what is really going on and how to properly handle it. Um, this is all part of becoming this observer. And the same thing comes in spell work. So if you can separate yourself from yourself, become the observer instead of the participant, um, then you can do the magic and you can still have the passion and the will um, to drive that magic forward but you are removing yourself, you're removing that desperation. And that's what's causing the block is that desperation. It's that lusting after results, it's that absolute need for it to work. And therefore you can allow the energy to flow naturally and positively and the way it should flow. Um, it's kind of like, to try and put it another way, um, 
you're doing the working and you're getting all ramped up and you're getting all the energy flowing and everything else and then this desperation comes along and goes wham and the energy just kind of shoots off to the side and wobbles around a bit and goes this way and goes that way because it doesn't know which way to go because now this desperation's come in and knocks it off course. Um, same thing with listing after results and if you're doing spell working or sigil working or sigil magic or something like that and after you've done the working you are told to forget about it um, it's part of the keep silent um, part of the, um, uh, the the pyramid uh, or the magician's maxim or various names for it so it is that case of um, once you've done the working then forget about it L release it let it go let it do its thing um, but what we often find is that we start thinking about it, we bring it back into the conscious mind, we wonder, did we do it the right way? Uh, did I ask for the right thing? Um, if I get it, is it really what I wanted? Uh, could I have done it a different way? If I had added this bit in there, would it have been better? I did this slightly wrong, is it going to mess up the magic? All of these little thoughts kind of get in there and they start whacking at the energy and start to push it off course and eventually it just doesn't get to its target. Um, so that really is lusting after results and it's the same thing when you're doing magic for yourself, that desperation, that need for it to actually manifest so badly um, kind of creates interference. So that's the first thing is to learn how to become the observer, learn how to remove yourself from yourself so that you're not interfering with the with the natural flow of the spell work and the magic you're doing. The other solution to this is to work with somebody else. So if you know that if you do work for another person, that magic is going to work 100%, no problem, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Um, but you also know if you do magic for yourself and the same magic, it doesn't work. There's something wrong, there's a blockage, there's a, that desperation which is causing it to stop. Um, then work with somebody else if they're having the same problem. So you do magic for them, they do magic for you. You both um, are helping each other, you are both getting the results that you need in your own personal lives and that's a good way to actually get around it I think. But uh, I, you know this is a problem that I think we all face, uh, especially at some stage. I still face it now. Um, you know, I do get into situations where I'm in a bit of a bind and I'm, I've tried everything to try and get out of this bind. I'll then try magic and um, it just, you know, that desperation is there because I'm in this bind. I need to get out of it. I'm desperate to get out of it. So it, it causes a bit of a problem. There is actually there is actually a third solution to this, um, which I just thought about now. Um, you see these, you can tell these are diff these videos are definitely not scripted. Um, the the way you should actually be doing magic and spell work is constantly. You should be doing magic all the time and keeping that flow going. So every single day you should actually be doing something, some form of magic, even if it is just sitting down in a meditative pose and thinking positive thoughts, even if it's just something as simple as that. But, um, you know, every day you should be doing something, a road opening, a candle burning, something that 
keeps the flow going constantly. So we usually plod along in life and then we have a problem and we need a solution to that problem. So we use magic to try and solve that problem. And that's where the desperation then comes in. But if we are plodding along in life and doing magic constantly all the way along, we're keeping a constant flow going and therefore we don't come up against these problems, these desperation, these desperate problems that, that face us. Uh, obviously they're going to come up from time to time. Um, you know, life likes to throw us cur curveballs every now and then, but it does allow you to keep that flow going. And when that flow is moving and it's moving naturally and it's moving positively, then when you do come up against these problems, it's just a matter of just adjusting slightly and keeping the flow going again. Uh, so it makes it a lot easier. And that's re really what we should be doing. Um, I know most of us don't. Um, we get busy, life comes along and just piles a load of shit on us and we kind of like, we kind of forget. Um, but if you can keep that flow going, that is the best way to actually get through all of it. And then your own personal magic won't be that, it won't, it won't have the same desperation to it. So you won't find that blockage. Welcome to the Ask Lee slot and as always if you have a question which you would like me to answer in this slot on video or if you listen on the podcast audio then ask them in the comments below to one of these Ask Lee videos. If you put your question into another video I'm not going to air it on uh, here. So if it's a bit more personal, a bit more private, um, put it on one of the other videos and I'll answer it in the comments. Um, if it's very private, you can obviously email me. Uh, my email is in somewhere up here, if you're on YouTube. Um, somewhere around, you'll find my email. All right, uh, so let's get into today's questions. First one, or first two actually, is two questions, um, is from N.A. Question one. Are there any spirits and practices that can get you ready for HGA, HGD right so that it doesn't take seven years to a decade for your mind and body to readjust? Um, I did, you know, this is obviously a question that came up after our last uh, look at the um, Holy Guardian Angel, Holy Guardian Demon. Uh, personal demon, uh, whatever you want to call it. And in there I mentioned that after I'd done the Abremelin, um, I everything just went wobbly with my magic and I kind of rejected everything and took around about seven years. Um, I focused on my personal life, my work, my business and everything else and just forgot about magic completely. Um, there is after you've done this type of working, you and it, it's a long working, so you know it does take a lot out of you. 
But after you've done that working, you do need a time period to adjust. And if you have a community, especially a community who have been through what you are going through, that you can talk to, they can help you through it, they can um, guide you and tell you, you know, I had the same difficulties, this is what's happening, this is how you can get through it, then it becomes a lot easier. It's not a case of practices that you can do beforehand in order to kind of divert or or um, remove this process that happens. It is a process, it's a necessary process that happens. So after you've done such a long working, your life is going to become, it's going to adjust, it's going to change. And that's what really happens. You have done a particular working for six months or 18 months or whatever it is, and it's every single day, it's intense. Um, and it does take a lot out of you, but at the same time, it rearranges your life, it readjusts it, it changes everything. You are not the same person um, at the end as you were when you started doing the right. And because of that adjustment, you need that time period to actually change with it, to allow yourself to understand what's happened, to allow yourself to understand the changes that have, that have come about. Um, there is no preparation for this because you don't know how your life is going to change. So if you are worried about this change happening, and it can be, it can be subtle, and it can be severe. It really can be severe. It could be subtle in the way of um, your favorite coffee shop closes down, so you have to go and um, you know go to a different coffee shop. Or it could be severe in the instance of you lose 99% of your friends, uh, your family rejects you, your wife or your husband divorces you, um, you move house and um, one of your parents dies. Okay, uh, that sounded very specific because it is actually what happened to me. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, these, these things, as I said, can be subtle, they can be severe. Um, so you just, I think the best thing to do is go into this type of working, into this type of um, long, intense ride, knowing that an adjustment is going to happen, that a change is going to happen, and knowing that you have to accept it. Um, you, you are taking the conscious decision to go into that ride, do it, knowing that your life's going to change. So no matter what happens at the end, you've just got to accept it. Um, it is it is for the best. Uh, it may not seem like it after the time, but those those adjustments, um, the way your life changes, it is for your betterment. And especially when you're doing something like um, uh, knowledge and conversation with the Holy Guardian Angel or whatever we want to call it. Um, you know, you are, you, you're, create you you're getting union you're creating union you're creating yoga with your higher self your guardian angel your you are uniting shiva and shakti you are um 
bringing yourself into pure consciousness. There are so many different ways we can word this and term this. Um, and we always seem to focus on Crowley's uh, Libra Samek and um, uh, Bremelin operation and Crowley's um, knowledge and conversation with the Holy Guardian Angel. You'll find this in almost every single tradition. There's not just one way of doing it or just two ways of doing it. There's a, there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of ways to attain this. It's all about um, union with yourself and your higher self, with your lower self and your higher self, your shadow and your higher self, or your serpent and your guardian angel, your personal daemon and your guardian angel. We can term this in so many ways, it's unbelievable. Um, I'm getting off track, wait, let me go back, uh, whoop, rewind. Okay, so we were talking about the results, the changes that happen. You, you have to go into it knowing that um, there's going to be changes, your life's going to change. It is, however, going to be for the better because you are creating that union. It's something which is better for you, it is, it's for the betterment of you, and you will develop, you will grow, you will um, come into yourself, you will become more powerful, you will become more um, connected there we go because of because of the union that happens you become not more connected and actually a bad term because we are already connected we just don't have the awareness of that connection we consider ourselves to be individual from every single thing whereas we are not we are connected to everything we are all the same thing um, so through that union we, we create more of a, an awareness of it that connection that we have um, but yeah, all of these changes happen, you're unavoidable, nothing you can do about it, no way you, way you can prepare pre prepare for it except to say just know that it's going to happen and accept it, okay? If you don't, if you, if you don't want those changes to happen, don't do the right in the first place. Really, really as simple as that. Um, okay, sorry, let me get on to, this, on to the second part of that question. Blah, blah, blah. Question two, uh, which gods or spirits would you consider the best teachers of magic or the one who would lead you down the right road at least? Now, considering this is connected to the HGA question, the uh, it's a very simple answer. Your holy guardian angel, your higher self, uh, your fetch mate, your, your holy guardian demon. Um, this entity which is of you and not of you um, <laughs> uh, it really is that is your best guide um, because you know I say this entity which is of you and not of you because it depends who you talk to really um, some people will say that it is part of you it is your higher self um, it is your your Neshima, um, but some other people will say it's not, but it's also not separate from you. A uh, bit of a paradox, I know. It's what magic is, it's a paradox, so you know, you have to really give some thought to it. Um, but that really is 
the best guide. It's the one that will help you through your life. It's the one who will help you to discover your true will, as Crowley used to put it. Um, and that really is your best direction in life. So I'm going to stick to that. I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to say your, H your HGA or whatever term, name you want to give it. Um, and obviously, if you do get that union, you do find out you have knowledge and conversation with your Holy Guardian Angel, etc., etc., then uh, you are given a name um, in order to call your higher self. Um, so you can work directly with that guardian angel, guardian demon, personal demon. We need an overarching term, just one, for this, so I can stop using all, try and use all of them at the same time. All right, so that that's, I, th I think should answer the question. All right, then. Next is a question from Brian Souza. Uh, when someone sells attunement services, is that merely another way of saying invocation or is there a, a slight difference? Okay, now when I think of attunement services, I think of Reiki. Um, I do Reiki attunements for people, which means I connect them to the current of Reiki, the energy itself, um, in order for them to then be able to channel it and heal other people or themselves. So that really for me is attunement. Um, I did ask Brian specifically what he was talking about and it's actually in terms of these people on Etsy and various other places actually who are, you know, let me just get to that bit. Um, the further explanation was on Etsy there are a bunch of occultists who sell spiritual attunements to certain spirits or demons. Uh, so it's these people who connect you with a demon or a spirit. Um, I've seen this quite a bit. Um, I actually know of someone who I would consider to be um, a sound, solid practitioner of the black arts who actually it's kind of like a pact it's kind of like a binding to that particular spirit or demon and you apparently get your name written in their book and they keep uh, um, a, a log of all the people that have been connected and you get a personal number log number or something it sounds all very weird to me to be honest uh, it's definitely not something I would consider doing either personally or as a service it's just one of those things you know what it what it makes me actually think of is that people are way too lazy they're just too lazy to actually do the work themselves therefore they hire somebody to connect them to this demon so that they can then use that demon and use the energy from from of that demon in order to get what they want in life and for me that's just plain old lazy you know if you want to use magic to attain something then learn it train use it that way 
don't think you can be connected to or just connected to some kind of demon and then you can start channeling all this energy um, you know as I said it, that's how we do it in, in Reiki uh, it's how it's always been done it's a specific current of energy that you get attuned to get connected to but even in that instance although we go through a ceremony of attunement or initiation if you want to call it that um, you know with Reiki itself not everybody needs that attunement um, in many instances it is kind of giving you a permission you feel feeling like you're being given permission to actually use it to actually work with it um, but it's not entirely necessary you can tap into an energy stream or a current by yourself um, but this initiation these attunements they're kind of like are these ceremonies that kind of give us permission in order to use it and therefore we think now we're connected now we can use it you can you can actually tap into these currents by yourself without these initiations achievements and things like that um, you know when you are joining a group a magical group uh, an organization a coven um, some kind of group which has an initiation process that sort of initiation is a welcoming into the family um, it is also quite often a connection to the egregore of that group and through that connection to that egregore you are connected with everybody and connected with the collective collective knowledge um, you can access it you can tap into it um, those kind of situations are a bit more difficult to tap into because the egregore is usually protected um, but you know these people who are saying that um, they will do a right and kind of connect your energy to the demon so that you can then channel it and work with the demon directly <sighs> I can see how it could work but at the same time I think we should all be trying to do it ourselves which is why I prefer to teach I would prefer everybody who listens to me to learn how to do it themselves um, it gives you an empowerment um, you can take the easy road the lazy road you can just you know get somebody to just connect you to the energy and that's it but there you know it, that comes along with problems because you are not then prepared for it you are not trained for it um, and you haven't been through the whole process of that preparation and training and getting it getting to that that place yourself where you are working with with that demon and you know what you're doing you are just being thrown your energy is just being thrown there and connected and this demon comes along and goes here I am what the fuck do you want and you've you've got no preparation and a lot of people they find it works it does work uh, I've seen testimonies um, which are very very positive um, but as I said I'd, I prefer to teach I prefer to empower people um, and so they can actually do it themselves and 
it's valuable. That is valuable. I mean, you do, as I said, you get that empowerment. It's kind of like the teacher who leads you to the door and they can help you to open the door, but they cannot step through with you. Um, very often they will open the door with you and then they'll just push you through. Um, but they can't go through the door with you. Um, but, you know, the, the difference there is that the teacher has taught you everything you need to know and understand um, so that when they do push you through the door, you've got the tools in order to be able to handle it. Um, what these people are doing is they are just taking people who are not, not trained and they are taking that person's energy, connecting it to something, and they're not prepared. And I do think that in a lot of cases, this could lead to some very difficult and bad results. Um, as I said, I've seen testimonies which are very positive. The problem there is that we don't see all the testimonies. Um, a lot of people who get negative results will probably think that there's something wrong with themselves um, and they won't leave a testimony. Um, you know, on Etsy, we, we can't actually delete the test, the, the reviews and things like that. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. Just my personal opinion, really. I would rather teach people and empower them to be able to do it themselves rather than just taking the easy, lazy road and uh, connecting to the, them to something that they're not prepared for. Uh, that's really just me. Okay, I've been rambling, I think, and I think I've answered the question. So I'm going to leave it there and I will see you on Friday. Um, if you would like to join us on the Blackout chat, please do so. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast, this podcast does get released a few hours before yeah, it's about four hours before um, the uh, Blackout chat starts. It's the live chat show. Uh, this week we are talking about healing. Uh, we did do a previous Blackout chat show about healing, so we'll probably add some more information and some different methods and, and uh, such things. All right, so if you can join us for that on Friday, 5 p.m. GMT, um, you can come along with your questions and your queries and comments and leave them in the live chat. Uh, we love the interaction from the from the chat and the questions that come in. So uh, join us for that. All right. Otherwise, have a good one. I'll see you soon. Bye bye. This podcast was brought to you by well myself, Lee W. Johnson. To find out more about me, please visit my website at leewjohnson.com or check out my link tree in the description of this podcast. If you like the video format, then subscribe to my YouTube channel, where I also host a live show every Friday with Rev Kai called The Black Hat Chat. It's just two witches chatting about traditional witchcraft and other topics. That's me for this week. Hope to hear from you soon. Thanks for listening.